Yo guys and welcome to the third episode of uh, Stasis Chat. Tonight we have uh, Shadowmall. Howdy. How are we all doing? And our very special guest tonight, a friendly guest. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. We have got uh, BMG joining us soon. It's just finishing over at uh, XBL. Uh, where they literally, just as we were about to start setting up, started talking about us. So hopefully we have a good in, in increasing viewership tonight. So, um, first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I am a friendly VR enthusiast content creator. I run a YouTube channel, uh, mostly long play VR content, also some hobby music creation that I do. Uh, for fun, when inspiration strikes me, I enjoy that a lot. Most of my intro music I've created with my ukulele and microphone. Um, and then I'm pretty active on Twitter. I've been playing video games since I was four years old. Uh, 37 now, so a big part of my life, something I've enjoyed for a long time. And uh, I'm excited about the future. It gets better every day. So doing podcasts is kind of a new thing to me, participating in these. I've been fortunate enough to guest on a few, so I'm not nearly as nervous as I used to be. Uh, it's a good time, and I'm happy to be here. I mean, I, I went from doing one podcast and then instantly into hosting. So you've had it easy. We just kind of threw you in the deep end, didn't we, Rosa? Yeah, just a little bit. I, I actually used to host a podcast. I hosted uh, Carry On Gaming. And we did, uh, it was pre-recorded, so they didn't have the nerves of this. You know, if something messed up bad, we could edit it out. Uh, and we used to create music projects together for upcoming games. Like we did one for Sea of Thieves. We did a Hoist the Colors cover. Uh, we did an Amazing Grace for Back for Blood that I thought was really cool. Uh, we did a Come Fly With Me for Flight Simulator coming to console. And then we, we also had a weekly show where we talked about games. And that group kind of fell apart. Everybody got busy. But... Uh, I guess in that way, I've I've been in podcasting a little bit, but not live. Well, this this, this is the first time, not the first show, but the first time over the last what, month that I've actually been doing any form of podcasting. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of there in the deep end, you know. Not, I'm really know what to do. I mean, yeah. Ah, what's uh, there to do? This is just for fun, anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. your ADHD ADHD takes over whenever the need strikes for your, uh, to fill the air. So, well, there's no. always that to help us out. <laughs> but... so, so, so if something gets, like, intrigues me, you know, the, I become hyper-focused on it. So, you know, and it, it, it'll get me excited. Quite a fun time when my ADHD kicks off. That's going isn't on. It, isn't it? You know, I'm I'm a little that way too. That kind of manic personality. You take an interest in something and research it and learn every single thing there is to know about it. That's fun. You could. You there's could a little bit of a yeah. There's a little letdown could, on the other side, but it's fun. You could technically say that I have a quest for knowledge. I've been called a know-it-all many times. I think we're all on that, and at least some way, shape, or form. All right. What we're talking about, though. Rather. Well, I'm, I want to start with mainly the big news of today. Well, of the last 48 hours. Um, with the fact that, well, GTA has been hacked. 
uh, Rockstar's been hacked and there's been a massive leak. Of... I'm just trying to figure out which screen the hell I'm going to here. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the right one. Go on. So, yeah, I think that that should be a big one. Um, Ooh, so, I have like a small list. There it is. I'm sorry, um, I'm just trying to get the right. Yeah, we have a we have a small list of details here. Um, female protagonist named Lucia, male named Jason, Bonnie and Clyde inspired in quotation marks. I'm going to add, uh, Vice City present day setting with the Malibu Club returning. Uh, leaked footage is mostly years old and doesn't reflect the final product at all, which we can all understand. Uh, cars have interiors with lots of detail and animation. I think the first person is sticking from GTA 5. Yeah. Uh, small rob- robberies are full of detail. NPCs reacting to everything going on. That's the same as GTA 5. Um, yeah, it is in a way, because in, in GTA 5, they, they, they didn't kind of react. They didn't try to, to stop it. They just kind of screamed and ran off, or they just hunkered down in a ball and didn't do anything. Mm. So they, 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 they did react, but but not in a great way. It was a very simple, basic way. Yeah, they just started screaming and running off, or sh- decided to start shooting. Um, nine nine all... times out of ten, though, they just ran off. Just ran out, don't run off. Yeah, and cops remember your vehicle model and plate. Now, if I remember rightly from when we were playing GTA 5, they do remember it. They didn't, and they didn't in GTA 5. Um, because you you used to be able to just like you could escape the cops and then literally sit in front of them in the same car and they they wouldn't react to it. If I remember, if 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 you're in first person, uh, first person, but I mean, uh, single player mode if you were driving around in a car that got up to a certain star level with the cops yeah i, I think would... they, they did at first but i think people were getting annoyed with it so rockstar removed it or they disabled so... it so I, I don't think it was one that really stuck but, but I, i'm definitely looking forward to that though remembering the vehicle model slash plate because you know that that, that forces you to have to change car then Mm. And actually commit Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole point of the game. <laughs> and that's exactly what I started out as. This is going to be exciting. I mean, I've seen a little bit of footage but before the, the video I was watching before I got DMC8'd. Uh, I mm. had a takedown <laughs> notice put on it whilst I was like, I was only like five minutes into the video and this was like a 20 minute video. And I literally sat there watching it and all of a sudden just started buffering and didn't go anywhere. I was like, what the fuck? So I refreshed and it was just like, this video has been DMCA takedown. I was like, oh, that's good. I I sent one to you earlier and I was in the middle of watching that and you couldn't watch it. (laughs) And I mean... Sorry. They'll be back. Oh. People download that stuff. It'll be back. Uh, change yeah, the they, name, they, zoom in, etc. Well, it'll be on the Wayback Machine anyway. You can't but, suppress. You can't suppress those types of things. They will no. find their way to the surface. It's like I say, it'll be on the Wayback Machine. 
if you don't yeah. know what the Wayback Machine is, it's basically a, an archi- a website archive. To it, like it don't matter whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter. It's it, if someone screenshotted it, they, it will be on there. One thing that we can finally say though, it can now sort off with the people saying, "I found a disc." Yeah, what was his name? What was the main oh. one that kept doing it? Just done it for years. And oh, everyone proved him wrong. It began with an S. I can't remember. Yeah, the, oh, that's going to bug me now. That's. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Um, it's it's doing well. Well, you search that. I'll I'll ask ask past. Um, so, what are your thoughts on it? I'm of uh, two minds, really. One, I'm pretty indifferent to the leak itself. You know, I uh, I wouldn't expect it to reflect the quality of the game. Uh, and honestly, I don't like to know about games until they're within six months to a year of releasing uh, because I like to be excited for a game and I think you can only sustain that for so long. You know, uh, if you yeah. find, like, Halo Infinite was announced way too soon. I was very excited and then it was going to come out and then it was delayed. Mm-hmm. So I, I really only like to, to know about something until it's close and they're sure it's going to come out. And then I like to become aware of it and research it and be excited about the features and stuff. Um, reading through the the items you listed there, I like the premise of the kind of Bonnie and Clyde thing they're shooting for. And mm. then the idea that they're going to push hard on NPCs reacting to what you do. I like that a lot because I, I enjoy simulations. I enjoy games that you can walk around in and it feels like you're in a real world to an extent. It's what I liked about Red Dead Redemption 2 so much that you could spend a lot of time just in the world, lost in the simulation and have fun and go do stuff that was completely unrelated to the game. And I feel like Cyberpunk, Grand Theft Auto 5, it's hard to do that very long before the holes become so apparent and obvious that you sort of lose interest and it's like, man, I can only I can only get this to react so many ways and it, the simulation only goes so deep. So I'm excited about it as a game that will eventually release, but I'm pretty indifferent to the leak because it's so far away. Yeah. Um, also, uh, it was Sanando. Yeah. What's that? Sanando on YouTube. He, he was the one who kept saying, like, maybe two or three years after um, GTA Five came out on the Xbox Ones, I uh, kept going, oh, I've got a GTA Six disc. All it was was just a modded copy of GTA Five. Oh, dude, his uncle probably works at Rockstar, bro. That was a real disc. I love, <laughs> I love how you've said that, and BMG joins us. Howdy, BMG. How you doing? Good evening. Good evening. Oh, what's up, gamers? Awesome to see you here, Friendly Pest. Thank you for coming on. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Where's, where's that shiny head at? Oh, shit, yeah, my camera's not on. Sorry, I Um, and... Rockstar have released uh, put out an announcement about it, a statement out. Yeah, I will keep that now. If if it's anyone right. hasn't read it, I mean they should have by now. I mean, if not, here it is. Old, but... It is a message from Rockstar Games. We recently yeah. softened network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information from our systems, including early development footage for the next GTA Five next Grand Theft Auto rather I'm so used to reading it as that at this time we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services nor any long term effect on the development of our ongoing projects 
be extremely disappointed to have any details of the next game shared with you all in this way. Our work on the next Grand Theft Auto game will continue as planned and we remain as committed as ever to deliver an experience to you. Our players, that truly exceeds your expectations. We will update everyone again soon and, of course, we'll properly introduce you to this game when it is ready. We want to thank everyone for their ongoing support through the situation. The Rockstar Games team. I like how it's been Grand Theft Auto 5 for so long that they should call the new one Grand Theft Auto 5 Part 6. Well, quick play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely go with that. <laughs> I think Ryan's yeah. voice just uh, killed itself. Oh, dear, dear. Um, well, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've played the Grand Theft Auto series, series from the very start. Um, I've enjoyed all the games. I do, you know, I, I, I bought five on everything going. Um, you know, we're probably going to be with it for another couple of couple of years or so yet, because we, I think, from the footage that was shown with Grand Theft Auto Six, obviously, obviously being hacked. Um, it's alpha footage from what two, three, two years ago, something like that. I think yeah, we said something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something, something like that. It didn't even look that bad. It just looked like Grand Theft Auto, to be honest. And um, as we were sort of, I was talking about just on the last show, it's kind of graphics are kind of the thing they polish up and do towards the end. Yeah, it's more making sure. Yeah, the, 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 sure the, at this at this stage, it's usually uh, it's usually when the artists start getting on to doing like the higher detail graphics because I noticed then that that's just the low level stuff. You know, the stuff that's under the ground is like placeholder mm. graphics, if you will. Um, but at this point is when they're, they're like developing the mechanics and 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 making sure they're working correctly. Yeah, but I can see. I, I think it's it might maybe push their hand a little bit to get some put together. Maybe by the end of the year, just to show off, just to show look the game's really not that bad. And you know maybe because I don't obviously we know they weren't going to show anything anytime soon. We knew the game was in development. They told us it was in development. They announced that's they were working on it. Um, you know it really? does look quite far along from what we were shown. Um, mm. But I do. I do honestly think that it might push the hand to just come up, get some up pulled together to have an official announcement trailer. Um, I know they've said they're going to when it's ready, but maybe they might think, well, if we just give like a tease, just to kind of change the narrative a little bit. Uh, yeah. But it, it's been a bit of a bad day for leaks all around because on top of that as well, um, Diablo, Diablo 4 has leaked as well oh, on right. top of that so yeah yeah there's um i think it was like is it like 40 minutes of footage or something like that along them lines or Jeez. caught up in chunks has also been leaked um by so it's you know it just seems to be a bit of a bad time and you, you got you know I, I feel bad for these developers and publishers a lot of money mm. a lot of time a lot of passion goes into these things and when it's not ready, you want people to see it when you when they feel it's ready in a ready state. And when mm. you get things like this, that's you know it's leaked stuff before it's even should be shown, and and then you well. get people online because the amount of stuff I've seen on Twitter, people going, "Oh, it looks awful. It looks bad. The, you know, this game is in an awful state." And it's like you, you, yeah, you're seeing it's... old footage of alpha footage. It's I mean, I mean, but the, this is one of the things that, that, like, there's a YouTuber that I like to watch called Big Fry TV. 
some people might have heard of him um and he's basically gone off on one on on, on the community by saying you know this game's you know maybe three or four years from from an actual finished um game but people are going and saying that it's fucking shit and the the rockstar need to up the game and up and blah 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 and it's like well Hang on a minute, you're trying to critique a game that they've probably only been working on for a year, two years. No, well, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, they, 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 they've probably done, they've done that you know, next to nothing at this moment of time. 20, 2018 is when I think they started active development. Right, but, 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 so, four years. So, a game like GTA takes a long time to, mm. to, to, to mm. craft now because... Um, I believe they're on the next generation of the Rage engine. I, you know, I couldn't tell you. I so, so you know that as far as I've heard, the Rage engine is quite difficult to to develop for. Um, you know, where, whereas some games might be moving on to um, Unreal Engine Five. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's like you know, there's there's lots of documentation for that. There's there's lots of how to's and it's very easily accessed yeah it's it's free of charge you could anyone could go download it and make their own game throw a load of assets together from, from the unreal store you know anyone could no, do not it even, not even that it's on the epic games yeah that's what i mean you could you could go download it from, right there. so easy but you know and and to yeah to say what big fry said is these people need to fucking stop they need to stop being such fucking snowflakes Stop critique, trying to critique a game that that is that is is far from finished, you know, and and go and critique something that is finished, like for instance, Halo Infinite. <laughs> you know. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> this this is an example, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I I I, I, I would definitely recommend uh, go and watch uh, Big Fry TV. He's I I love sitting there watching him rage at games and. You know, like early access games on Steam, it's quite amusing. I know there was another big leak today. I don't know if you saw Nvidia accidentally leaked an entire keynote. Oh, from the oh right, because they had the yeah they had the presentation today, didn't they? Yeah, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm pretty indifferent. I don't I don't care, and I don't think Twitter represents well the gaming community at large. And we've seen that time and time again that Twitter will kind of universally be opposed to a game, and it comes out and it sells like crazy. Grand Theft Auto comes out, it's going to sell like crazy. So I'm pretty disinterested in people's reaction to this. Even you know what I mean? Because anybody with any sense isn't going to care what it looks like right now. They're going to care what it looks like when it's available for purchase. And yeah, people just Um, like to have something to talk about. This this is a question to you, um, Pest. Have you found anything more about this um, Xbox VR thing that that you found? I think you spoke about. I think it was on GPG. Well, I, I have my own theory um, uh, that I've not seen anyone else say, so that's never a good sign. But there was a leak that Microsoft was going to announce something on October 11th, and that just happens to be the same day that Meta or Oculus is doing a Meta Connect and they're going to show off their new Quest Pro headset that's leaked several times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I proposed the possibility that Microsoft and Xbox might form a partnership with Meta rather than try to develop their own headset to complete, compete with the mm-hmm. PlayStation VR 2 
because I think pretty soon VR is going to be the new goalpost location, and Microsoft is starting to see that, uh, especially because it's getting easier to put games on VR without investing a ton of money and resources in something that doesn't have a player base, which has always been the problem with new peripherals and hardware. And I think that's about to be overcome. I don't know if you guys noticed Half-Life 2 uh, just recently got a free mod. You can play Half-Life 2 in VR. It's got full support, disconnect yep. camera, uh -huh. manual reloads. Um, and then there's another group creating what they call the VR injector. And any Unreal Engine game, you install this mod, bam, you can play that game in VR. I to varying also... degrees. Yeah, very cool. I've been speaking to a friend of mine um, earlier, and he said that somebody is developing something completely new no one's ever done it it's for any game on any platform when you say you could you could literally download it on your xbox if you really wanted to through through the edge browser on there and uh it's supposed to connect to DirectX and turn any game and all games into vr rather than doing what like vorpex does where it tries to use like the depth of field to, to create different layers it's it's supposed to be completely converting the game into VR, whether it supports it or not. It'll it'll add that stereoscopic display, but then mm. the, the game likely will still require to use a gamepad, so you'll be using the VR as a display as a way to to access the games. That'll be interesting to see yeah. what kind of performance hit you get on that, well, yeah, especially that's... on console, because you're you're not just rendering an image twice; it's a separate image because it's offset for that other eye. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I wonder, you know, if it is that's why, because, um, oh, what's it called? The guy that owns Facebook, what's his name? Zuckerberg. Names Zuckerberg, yeah. Because he's come out, um, came out in defense of Microsoft purchasing. Exactly, uh, exactly. So it, it's like, why would you need to do that? You know, I didn't, thinking about it now, we you on about the, um, obviously with the, the, the leak and stuff, it's like, now it starts to make sense. Because imagine getting Call of Duty in VR, playing it on whether it's on PC or Xbox via the, you know, the, the meta headset. You know, it make, actually makes more sense why they've become now championing this um, this deal. And it's like, fair enough, fair but, enough. No. Again, I haven't seen anyone else say that theory that I've got. So, no. But it's It'd not the first time. Yeah, it's not the first time that Xbox tried to have a partnership with Oculus. I mentioned that in, other, in 2013. It was on the Xbox Wire page that they were going to have a partnership with the Oculus Rift, and you'd be able to play your Xbox One games with an Oculus Rift with a gamepad. You'd be like sitting on a couch in a virtual environment, play the game on a, on a flat screen in front of you. That was on Xbox Wire, and it never came to fruition. So it wouldn't be the first time. Mm. And then when Mixer crashed, they pushed everybody to Facebook. So there's some old, did, yeah. Yeah. Yep, there's some old ties there. So that's part of where my theory comes from. And I hope it's true. I hope no, it's true. And I hope I, that Game Pass gets worked into it somehow. I, I don't personally think that it's going to be like the Rift or the Quest. Because when you said, I think it was on GPG, that they were, that they, you'd found something. I'd f also found something in a game. I don't remember what game it was, but it specifically said on it, Xbox Nova headset. Interesting. I was like, Xbox Nova. Yeah. I was like, hang it. on a minute. So I went looking for it, and and literally, I I could search Xbox Nova now. It's like it's like buy Nova one one one. It's a sci-fi themed turn-based adventure game. I was like, hang on a minute, but that's not a headset. <laughs> that's a game. But but I cannot no, it... find anything. 
Do it Nova. Because the console, the actual the Series X, I don't know about the Series S. Um, I'm assuming the Series S might not be able to do it. But the Series X, I believe, is actually what it's got. It actually could run um, a, a VR headset anyway, same as the PlayStation 5 is going to, because we know the PSVR 2 is a, a thing and it's one cable. So I believe everything the Series X has got is actually capable of running the headset anyway. So it's interesting. Well, I... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got another thing there. I think in this I think this is going to officially get announced in the next week or two. Uh, this is I got this from a leak project R E A R I, and it will be a USB dongle that you can plug into your PC. Say you don't have a Wi-Fi situation set up in your house, and you want to use an Oculus Quest device uh, over AirLink to play your PC VR games through the headset. They're going to release a dongle. And I think you're going to hear about that through official channels in the next week or two. Something right, like that okay. might be compatible with an Xbox. And then when you start talking about your performance concerns, and Shadow, you can Google this since you've got 15 screens. I think the <laughs> Oculus <laughs> Quest 2 is uh, only around what you would consider equivalent power to the original Xbox One. You know, the Oculus Quest 2 is kind of, it's a mobile device. Uh, and it runs games natively. So you do have some concerns there with your library, but the Series S will be at least twice as powerful as that. Uh, right. But I don't know. Okay. Okay. I don't know, and I know they've got this consistency across platforms. They want everything to be playable everywhere. Uh, so it'll be interesting, and I could kind of see a partnership with a curated library and some port work. Kind of, You could even transition the backwards compatibility team that's no longer doing that over to something like this to port these VR games. Uh, so so there's a lot of ways this could become a reality without too much extra manpower. This uh, article I found um, is saying that you can use the Quest 2 with Xbox currently, but it is not, not aware of that. it's not technically VR. Um, so what, what I did it with my Rift, um, basically you can, if you've got Oculus open, you can then go and download the Xbox app from the, I think it's the Xbox VR app from the Microsoft Store, and the two apps communicate, and you'll actually be able to play your know, Xbox in a big-ass screen in front of you. It's like full-on, like, curved oh, it's theater like, screen. It's like the cinema thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like the cinema thing. It's not, not proper VR. They're not made for in no. the VR. It's just like say, the cinema screen type thing, which... Sure. Mm, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's. Um, uh, did you see anything on the PSVR two? Or have you have you hit on that, or have you not? We, we haven't yet. We, we, we haven't hit on right. that yet. We, we've literally we just finished off with GTA. Right. Okay. All right. That's yeah, what we sorry. <laughs> I didn't. That's weird because I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know where you had started. So no worries. Um, I will, um, I came across an article the other day. Um. In fact, I've got to put it in a thing. I'll not just put it in now. Um, that literally, it was a joke from the among us VR devs. It was literally just a joke. What was it? What was the joke? Um, about the Xbox Moda. It was just mm. a joke from the among us VR devs. Ah. Nothing funny like getting people's hopes up and shooting it down. One of my favorite jokes. Uh, I know, like. So, is Moda a real thing? Is it a real thing? Well, this is the thing. It's up in the air. Like, 
un until Xbox themselves come out with it, there's there's no real proof either way. I, I tell you what's interesting. If Ooh. if if they did decide to have a partnership with Facebook and you was to look at say the Quest 2's library, well, that's absolutely gonna run on a Series S. I could see some kind of partnership where the Quest 2's library became available with some kind of Xbox headset headset partnership. So so what what you're on about there, um Animo was um there's says here still the developers had a little fun with Xbox fans earlier this week when they included the Xbox motor in a survey of devices that people might want to see Among Us VR included on. And uh yeah. You can mm. see Oculus Go, oh, Oculus Quest yeah. One, Rift, Rift S, uh, Pimax 4K, 5K, and 8K, PlayStation Portal S. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, they've got PlayStation VR, Samsung Gear VR. I didn't know Samsung did um, VR headset, but Sensorama, Virtuality, and Xbox Moda. I remember seeing that when I registered to beta test Among Us VR. And I find it hard to believe that it was just a joke, but that's a great way to cover it, if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. If some accidentally leaked and they like, mm, yeah, the joke, it's not it, real. It is on the pure Xbox website. So it, it might be them covering themselves. Yeah, you can't. Can't believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's a question of uh, it's a question of reliability. Are the sources reliable? Right now, we don't know. No. <laughs> well, and even the official channel, I mean, promised a partnership and it fell through back in 2013. So who knows? We, but I, I suspect we'll learn something October 11th. That'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was also interesting, you know. The, the um, oh, what was it? What was the 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 AR thing they did? Hololens. Hololens. The they sold it. They've got a contract with the uh, U.S. military to be used with the soldiers. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah, all make them better than the British. I tell you something. It's it's funny because it's like you you take the connect, um, you know. The Connect, 360, 360 Connect. Yeah, 360 was good. Um, and then they did, they, you know, bundled it in and kind of pushed it on you to buy when you got the Xbox One. Uh, and obviously, I, they pulled it out separate. Has you know? on his camera now. There we go. But now yeah. it's used It's used in so many different yeah. applications in different things. It's used yeah. in hospitals. Sky, we've got... Um, I don't know if... what. Um, what your equivalent would be over there, Pest. It's um, like cable TV, but Sky sure. here, it's here it's Sky TV. Um, they've brought out a new product called Sky Glass, and they've got a partnership with Xbox. Um, uh, so there's actually a rumor early next year that the actual app will come to the Sky Glass TVs early next year. Um, but they're also going to be um, getting an extra device which will connect to the TV, which it happens to be connect. <laughs> yeah. So, so make, you're going to make use of it. So the, the 360 Connect, the military, were actually using quite a lot, and I do believe they still are. Um, they, were, they were also using the 360 controller as well to, uh, to re like remotely control um, 
like bomb diffusals, IEDs, diffusals, and and drones and whatever else. Um, but the Xbox, believe it or not, the Xbox One Connect, they're actually using in security at airports now. I have I have seen a video where they were using it. I think it was in one of the Manchester terminals over the you know when the you go through the metal detector, they had an Xbox Connect looking over the top, looking down, and they they were using the in infrared lasers. They were using the infrared lasers to basically see through your clothes. Can you imagine? You're trying to dis- disarm <laughs> a bomb. They're like, no, no, the red wire. I can't stick drift. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's not me. There's a version two of the HoloLens now that's used in, in applications like that. I know I got to see a, a tour of an Intel fab on a YouTube channel. I think it was mm. Linus Tech Tips. They had a, a heads up display AR thing they used for training. You know what I mean? Screwdriver mm. here. You know, so there's a lot of cool applications for stuff like that. And I don't know if that was actually HoloLens 2 that Intel was using, but that's the kind of application yeah. you see that sort of thing. You know, if, if gamers should be mad at anything from Xbox, it's that they walked HoloLens out on stage and we, we all thought it would be for gaming. And it yeah. was never, it was never going to be. The, the, the thing with the Hololens, though, is you were supposed to be able to take it out with you. It was supposed to be, you know, Bluetooth to your to your mobile device, and you know, it it worked for like with Google Maps and whatnot, and it, it, that just kind of flopped in it because you have to use a cable with it. Yeah, it was never, it was never going to be a consumer product at that stage in its development you know no, eventually it's... those will be consumer products and, i will i will and... be honest though the hololens is way 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 too advanced for this time right now I, i'm gonna say that is it I, like... I got something interesting though uh there's a different approach to ar that's more affordable and just around the corner and that's with the high definition pass through i don't know if you've seen with a quest 2 you can see your environment around you and it's in black yeah, and white and kind of I've a low frame that, yeah. rate and and not a great resolution, and not not awesome, right? But the Quest Pro that's going to come out, they're going to talk about it October 11th, and we'll see when it actually comes out. It's not going to be cheap. It's got full color pass through it, a high frame rate, and good resolution, something you could actually wear and look around your environment. It will put stuff in your reality that way with a headset on your face, and that way you can house enough processing power and battery to make that kind of the HoloLens demo a reality through this pass-through wearing a full headset. And that's going to get better quick enough to fulfill that dream. Do you not think it would look a bit weird, though, if people were walking around with, like, uh, an Oculus Quest headset on? Or do you not think it would look a bit weird with someone walking down the road, you know? Absolutely. Someone who's got a walking grey headset on their head, it'd look a bit weird, wouldn't it? Well, they don't. I mean, first off, yeah, they don't work outside anyway because a lot of the tracking's infrared, right? Um... Now, that'll be different with the Pro because it looks like it's going to have cameras in the controllers and they'll track their environment. And then when you move them, that's how they'll know where they are instead of that ring with the infrared sensors in it, right? So it's not impossible that these devices work outside eventually. They don't now. But also, there's a new lens technology. They call them pancake lenses. And you'll see it in the Quest Pro. The thickness of that device is going to be about half what you would see on a Quest 2. And then they're mm. moving the battery to the back as well. So much more balanced, about the same weight, but much smaller on the front and more balanced weight distribution. Mm, yeah. Well, looking, um, did you, did you, obviously, I know we were talking about the VR stuff. Uh, I don't know if you want to take us into the PlayStation VR stuff. I don't know if you planned on mentioning that at all or just chatting about yeah, it. Yeah, that, that, it, was, it was a smooth conversation that was getting that. 
No, that's fine, yeah. Because we were talking about the pass-through and stuff. Um, I don't know. Did you, Pest, did you watch the um, hands-on takes with the PlayStation VR 2? I did. I did. I watched a couple different channels. Mm. Uh, because uh, the, the Oasis, uh, I think his name's Mike, that YouTuber, had probably the highest level of access of anybody I saw mess with it. Uh, yeah. And I don't have a PlayStation 5, and it's not confirmed that it's going to work with PC. So I'm not as interested in it as I am other headsets, but it appears to be a very nice headset. Uh, yeah. I can't tell if it's using the smaller lenses because it looks like a pretty bulky device. So I suspect that it's using the old style the lenses, uh, which is fine. But they they do it is a bulkier design. Um, the headset itself looks really good. Um, it has mm. eye tracking, which uh, a lot of people immediately assume is just for social applications. Uh, but that's not entirely true because if you wear a headset now, there's kind of a sweet spot. I don't know if any of you use one. If you if you wear one, there's kind of a sweet spot where you look at objects and those are where they're most clear and you yeah. can read text better there, etc. Uh, well, with the eye tracking, it knows where you're looking and it sharpens mm. the resolution where you're looking. That's called foveated rendering. That'll improve system performance somewhere around 50%. The odd and thing is, it, I think yeah. Microsoft may have been trialing something similar because I received an update a couple of weeks on my Windows 11 PC. And, and yeah, wherever my mouse is, it seems to be a lot clearer. My other two screens will just completely blur out, and parts of the screen I'm on will also blur out. Like, it's it's kind of weird. It's not doing it now because you know, I think it knows I'm streaming, but it's it's been really weird. It keeps, like, going on and off, and... Kind That's interesting. How long had you say you've been awake when you saw that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think it was uh, it was last night, wasn't it, BMG, where you you come into, into voice chat that we're in now, and I was flat out asleep. Yeah, fast, faster, faster sleep, fast sleep. I don't know, but yeah, look, looking at the like, say the inside out tracking with the PSVR two, looks like yes. it's quite well, very from what it's shown us that we could see the way they did it looks very clear you can map your area that you've got uh, as well the the um, controllers which is also you know is going to have dual sense features in as well as the headset um you know they pretty much is it the oculus or is it the um um oh, what was the other one it's got the the same sort of controllers with the like the the rings on them is it the oculus well yeah they all kind of yeah. have rings on them right now yeah 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 so they're pretty much the same aren't they yeah so yeah, with them, with the dual sense features in them, dual the sense features in the headset. No single ladies. Yeah, that's it. But it's, yeah, but it's, yeah, it looked, it looked really good hand-on impressions with it. And one cable, I... one cable, not yeah. 20. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping they also release some you kind s- of wireless adapter, especially you since the that? PS5 has Wi-Fi 6. You say that there's one cable, there's going to be a USB-C cable for the headset. Um, but mm-hmm. there is going to be mini USB for to charge the controllers. The play the PlayStation Five has the has both the USB ports on the front. Yeah. Um, for the, it's they've designed it so it will be able to have the the PSVR is going to run directly out the front of the console. Um, but if I don't know if anyone else has seen the the PlayStation VR one. Um, but you had uh, a little breaker box, and there was about three or four cables coming out that one end, three or four cables coming out the other end, and you couldn't, you know, it was it was messing around, trying to set it up. It was an absolute joke. 
Um, you know, you'd only get it out if he was desperate to play it. But one cable in, one K, you know, that I can handle that. That's a lot better. Um, it's a day one purchase for me. I will be picking it up. Um, I hope we have a lot of crossover with the PC side of stuff for the PlayStation. You know, um, what's, what's kind of cool about the PlayStation 1 VR or the PSVR 1, right? Because that, that mm. sounds more clear is it was kind of what you would expect somebody to hack together in their basement that were pretty clever, right? And hmm. so the fact that Sony made this an official thing where you're going to hack together the move controllers and that camera thing they had with this headset, and it's going to work, and you're going to be able to play these VR games on a PlayStation 4, that's that's kind of what I would expect someone to do in a basement. So I think it was kind of cool that they actually went forward with that, even though it was such kind hmm. of a, a, a hack-together mess where this the second yeah. iteration is going to be a much more polished, much more refined product. The question is going to be really what it costs. But at the end of the day, you take a $500 console or, or whatever they cost now. I know they're going up in price depending on your location. Uh, and you're going to have some premium VR experiences that are very convenient and easy to do. I don't love the fact it's wired. I'm hoping that they come up with a wireless option. I'm, I'm very spoiled. Yeah. Uh, by the wireless AirLink aspect of the Quest 2, but there's some compression stuff there. It won't look as good, right? To me, it's worth the sacrifice to not deal with the cable, but it is only a small cable. So, uh, no, I think it's a very exciting device, and it's it's something that, at least right now, Xbox doesn't have an answer for. And if you want to to kind of look at the history of things since 2013, the, the goalposts have been wherever Xbox wasn't. And yeah. you can attribute that to media bias or anything else you want. You know, I've got my own opinions on that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're about to have a spot where Xbox can't go yet. So I, mm-hmm. not only is it going to be very convenient, very premium, the Xbox can't go there. I think it's going to be the new goalpost mm-hmm. location. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm... Of, cool. I was going to say, speaking of uh, things that uh, the goalposts are where Xbox isn't. Indeed. You want to the to the right hand side of that uh, article. Detachable little disk drive. I like that. I, I don't. Think they should do I, I do. I think they should do it with the S also. No, the no, that's, no, that's the PS5. And the thing is, Xbox did that with the, with the 360 era. No, 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 no. No, I didn't no. even know there was a diskless 360. Was there no, a diskless? No, no, it wasn't diskless. It's when uh, when it was the battle between um, the HDD, um, yeah, uh, the HDD, and, yeah, the yeah, HDD and, and Blu-ray, and Blu-ray, yeah, and Xbox came up with that external drive to play your HDD, whatever it was, HRD, whatever it was, HDD, that's it. So, because they were trying to battle that, so that was the external drive for that. The PlayStation Five thing you're on about is in um, was it fiscal year 2023 back end, which is what brings you to early 2024. And the next actual iteration of the PlayStation Five, it's meant to be a smaller, slimmer console with a detachable um, disc drive. But the idea is, it's not going to be. A cable and a, and a and a separate thing. It's literally going to be a part slot in, slot out. So you're not going to have like this big gap. So it looks awful. It's going to be it'll it fit with the aesthetics of it. Yeah. And then when you've taken it out, obviously it'll all yeah. look. Yeah. It's not like a separate bit connected by a cable or anything like that. Oh, right. So, so it's a bit like 
Dude, it's a bit, bit Russell. It's a bit like your hard drives in your PC. Oh, I, was going, I, I was going to go with the hard hard drive extension in the the S on the X, which it, slide in. It'll be in. It'll be attached in. It'll actually be. It'll fit the console. It'll be inside the console. You'll be able to take it out and have digital only. But then you'll, I'm assuming it'll be like a flap or something like that. I'm assuming. Yeah. That will cover the bit where you've then taken the disk drive out. That's how I assume it would look. But again, this early on, it's little bits of rumors and things that get in. Mm. How you 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 look at um, take the X the Series X for example, um, all all leading up to the last well near enough last minute before they actually made the thing of all the different designs they had. You know, it's someone's probably seen a plan. Or a you know a, re- a model made or some of the of of a possible model, and they've kind of started running with that. Maybe you know it's gonna, there's going to be a lot of changes and things leading up to that time. Um, mm. So I'd I'd imagine you, you're gonna it's going to be a lot different from what it's described. Personally, it makes no odds. I bought my PS5, my Series X, both have disc drives. I don't use them. It's nice to have them there, but I don't use them. Um, it's great it, to have it. It's great to have it so you can play your uh, DDs from early noise. DDs back from the yeah. <laughs> early, uh, but if if they if they release if they released the Series X without a disc drive, I would have probably picked it up. The only reason I've got uh, the disc drive in the PS5 is because it's the only one we got, I could get hold of. You know, otherwise I would have gone for the digital only because. I don't own any games physically, not one. Well, you could shove your Blu-ray uh, discs in there. I don't have Is any it? Blu-rays because I stream everything. <laughs> Why do I want? I literally and the, me wife and daughter they did a, a car boot. I gave them a Samsung 3D Blu-ray player, right? That wasn't cheap. With some Blu-rays, says, Let's go and sell that. Do you want to know how much they sold it for? A hundred quid. Have they, Hundred quid? What do you reckon, Ryan? Anime. Twenty. Uh, Pest. I took my number. He took my number. He took my number. I'm gonna say five bucks. Eight. Eight pounds. Price is right. Rules. I win. With yeah. With 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 (laughs) Blu-rays. How much do they normally cost? Like two, three hundred quid, aren't they? Yeah, that that's the thing that they're they're nowhere near worth as much as they used to be when they first came out. Because to be honest. We're well, back, back then it was new age. technology, wasn't it? Yeah, we're we're in a streaming age now. It's um, would no, I you know I can't even remember the last time I even used the DVD or a Blu-ray. I I can't even remember it's been that long. I can't remember the last time I put a disc in a console because it's easy. New games coming out, I go on my phone, I click a button, pay for it. It's downloading. Time I get home, it's ready to play. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're absolutely right. You're 100% right. Uh, but I don't like mm-hmm. new stuff. I don't watch new things. Like my wife and I, we watch Cheers with dinner and old episodes of Gunsmoke, right? Oh, I all like, of Cheers. I, it's such a good show. It's it it's is. held up so well. It's it I, I love the old westerns. I love Gunsmoke, right? If you try to stream Gunsmoke, first off, it lies to you about what season you're watching. That's not what season it is. And then there's not a whole lot of it on there. So I, I buy those discs for the seasons, and I watch these old shows because I'm old and I like this old stuff. So I like to have a disc drive. You're absolutely right in every regard otherwise. 
Mm-hmm. I would like to see Sony hold the same philosophy for this external disk drive as they have with their M.2 SSD, whereas you can buy anything and put it in there and you don't need the proprietary device. It would be really cool if they did the same thing with the external drive because the games yeah. are going to run off the internal hard drive anyway. They're not going to run off the disk. It's too slow. Uh, and that would completely nullify the point of having your SSD, right? If you're going to try to stream assets from a Blu-ray player. Yeah. So it would yeah. be cool if they opened that up to any Blu-ray player will plug in with a USB instead of the proprietary route, but it sounds like that's probably what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting. It's a different route to go, but personally, it's, you know, we, we with, like, game-wise, we are getting more and more. I, don't, I say I don't know what the sort of numbers are like in, in America, but... In the UK, we are more now of a digital game to more I, digital yeah, than we are think, physical in the UK. I think I think Brit- Britain's at this point, the United Kingdom at this point, has pretty much fully adopted the digital no, world. No, it's not, 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 not no game wise. I think game wise, it's still only around the seventy percent ish area. There is well, it's still like that... coffee then, isn't it? Seventy yeah, percent of Britons it's... drink coffee yeah, than tea. Yeah, that's it. That's it. There's still that. But it's like it's every year it's in more and more increasingly getting towards digital because it's the convenience. It's it's all about convenience. Yeah. We've all got limited time. I haven't got time to... Oh, there's a new release coming out, just say. I haven't got time to go and stand outside a shop because it comes out at midnight to um, get the game, to then get home, to put the disc in. Then it needs to Wait for day one patch to download. And then it needs to patch. So I'm not playing it then. But yeah, a digital download nowadays. Uh, most games will let you pre-install it a day or two before, a few yeah. days before, and, and, and then when it releases, the patch is automatically downloaded. So the time you click it to play, you're playing the game ready. It's, 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 it's the thing with preloading the game as well. Is it's like if if you wait for the game till day one, you know you've got to dip, wait. You know you've got to wait for your download because of the congestion. Of, of, yeah. of everyone downloading the game at the same time. So, so you end up with, with people I see all the time, you know, with like Call of Duty downloading. You've got millions of people downloading Call of Duty at the same time. And you, and then you start seeing on forums and support pages and whatnot, like with that, like Microsoft, you say people going, oh, my download speeds are really slow. And it's like, right, but what you're not taking into account of is the millions of people around the world downloading that same game at the same time you are and and but you're going to a forum to complain about it that's that's not how shit works you know that you can't complain to an isp and you can't complain to to you know game developer because the servers are slow that's not the case you they've, they've got to share like microsoft for instance they've got to share i think it's like two petabytes worth of bandwidth with millions of people around the world Maybe, maybe, possibly even billions of people. So, yeah. you know, so you, you you can't really complain about download speeds. You can't really complain about you know. I mean, yeah, it's in some cases buying a physical copy may actually be faster than than because not how many games now have the full game on the disc, right? Yeah. Not many do. Well, many, it's just part of a game. Speaking of discs, however, um, they have actually increased the size of discs. Blu-ray discs specifically, they've managed to fit an entire 
terabyte of storage on one Blu-ray disc. I thought you meant the size. <laughs> no, the disc is... I was going to say, oh, how's that going to fit my console? The, 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 size... <laughs> the, 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 the disc, however, is still the same size as uh, a normal Blu-ray. The fact that they've managed to fit an entire uh, terabyte worth of data on a single disc is pretty insane. Right, now Bungie could shut the fuck up about 120 gigs of data. <laughs> Al, thank you for the, the, the screaming. Thank you, but now nah, I'll just stick to digital. Digital, you know. Yeah. I'm, it's just it's the convenience. Like I say, it's, it all comes down to convenience. It's easy. It's simple. Everything's there, ready to go when you need it. You you know you're out and about. Say for example, Game Pass. Uh, an announcement comes out for a game, or PlayStation Plus announcement comes out. Games available now. I'm at work wherever. Click download it's yeah, ready to go it, it is pretty handy doing that i'm assuming the, I'm, I'm assuming the playstation got something similar to our xbox above yeah yeah they do yeah pretty pretty much pretty much but i with the the playstation plus extra playstation plus premium um it's pretty much xbox game pass but without more expensive um, day and date it's not it's not it's actually cheaper it's actually cheaper oh, than it? um in Game Pass Ultimate, not by much, but it's cheaper. But okay. you don't get day and date first party games, um, so you are lim- you are limited there. Um, but the reason the extra tier is quite good value, but it's still the same. I can go on now, look at PlayStation Plus Extra on my phone, and just send it straight to my console, and it'll download. So yeah. you know, you know, s- same same sort of thing. But it's just it's like mm. say, it's just that whole having to get a disc, put it in. And it's put in a place for everything. It's just, I just, for me, it's easier just to be all digital. It's easier. Um, there is one TV series when we're talking about, we're just best talking about TV series. I'm a huge fan of Smallville, the TV show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I've seen you huge, watching that. Huge fan. I, uh, oh, it's yeah, I never Amazon liked Batman. Brand. No, I don't like Batman. Bat, bat, who dresses? Who dresses a bat and runs around at night time with no powers? It's stupid. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Smallville's currently over here on Amazon Prime, so I am currently watching it on Amazon Prime halfway through season two. But I also own the entire DVD box set of Smallville as well, oh, which I would never let go because it's. I've always. I'm just a, such a fan of it. It's like that is something I want to keep. Dude, and just, I'll never, I'll never just, let it go. Just speaking of the uh, Xbox app, this, this is what you're on about. Where like, like on my phone, I can just click play. I can just play it on my phone as long as I hook or up install. my Xbox controller. Or you can, you can literally yeah, click I'm... install and install it to your Xbox. Mm. Um, it does also. I'm not going to show the installed to screen because it will show my other off's Xbox and my PC with IP addresses. So I'm not going to show that. <laughs> But uh, a positive with the uh, with discs though uh, was it was it Jez Corden I can't remember if it was it today um, about the DRM the improvements on it you'd be able to play your disc games offline yeah. we only have to do an initial check when you put them in um, they haven't quite I don't think they've quite said because I think it's weekly isn't it is it weekly or every few days they were doing the the DRM thing doing the checks the online checks. Yeah. And they've changed they're changing all that, so it's gonna be a lot better. So you'll be able to play your games offline, which is a big apparently doesn't really affect me because I'm digital. Um, but I believe it's quite a big thing that's they've always had an issue with as Xbox on that side of it. 
Speaking of Xbox, um, they have a new controller, don't they? They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, kind of. So does yeah. PlayStation. New Xbox Elite Series 2 controller is now official. is 50 bucks cheaper than the black version with fewer accessories. The core? Mm. Well, the it white. does have a screenshot button, though. It's a white version with what well, looks a bit black paneling. Well, black rubberized grips, which don't they really have made that white as well? Just a thought. <laughs> it's a different. I, I like it. It's different. It, I mean, it just looks like the normal series two controller, but I know I, I I'm with anime. I like it too. Uh, I like it because I don't use the paddles. So, and they're not included, so I'm not paying for them, and I don't use them anyway because it takes too long to retrain my old brain to use them. Uh, it's cheaper. It's got the screenshot button. I use an Elite Two with my PC uh, every time I use. I love the battery life, and it's so comfortable. So, I mean, I like it. I I'm like just it. using the standard Xbox controller. Oh, there's not even an Elite. I like. I like though because obviously I've seen the um, the core, and obviously it's. It's something I wouldn't use, to be honest. I don't really do competitive gaming or anything like that. I like the standard controller. I like that you can now, the Elite Series 2, you can also, from later this year, you're going to be able to do in Design Labs. So you're going to be able to design your own Elite Series 2 controller, which I think is <laughs> the even better thing over the cheaper version of the Elite controller, being able to go in Design Labs, because you can do some awesome stuff in there. Um, can sorry, we the, can we have the cheaper one also on design labs? It might possibly, be, yeah, but that could possibly be a thing. You don't, you don't know. We don't, we this, just know the elites. This controller here that I'm holding in my hand is a design labs controller. Hmm? I've got it with the white backing on it. This this controller, when I was gonna buy it, the the actual version of it was it's all red, and I didn't like the whole red, so I, I put this bit here white. Hmm. Kind of a bad idea because now I'm going to get sweat stains on it. Now you got to wash your hands. That's never good. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah. see one thing. One thing that I would love to have back, and I've, I've still got it somewhere in here, and I would love to recreate my 360 controller if I can find it. Yeah, get rid of that stupid bulky battery pack off it. No, no. I, I, I hated that battery pack on the, the that that always because like what? it balanced the weight. Because like if when I'm, when I'm holding like that, like with the old battery pack, you know, it, it used to get right away my fingers. So I'm, I was having to hold my middle fingers up like this, away from it, and it really kind of affected my gameplay and kind of gave me sore fingers. And yeah, that's how I hold the. That's how I hold the. the when, oh, when I'm when I'm sat there with it under the, my desk, you know, it's, my middle fingers always sit about there. I'm nice and comfortable there, and you know. I mean, I was, how how spoiled was... are we, like, with controllers these days? Like, even the controller that comes with the consoles feels great, mm. holds up for a oh. long time. Like, how spoiled are we on controllers today? No. Oh, like yeah. the, the fact that the controller that releases with the console feels better than the Elite Two does in your hands. Like, don't get me wrong, I like the weight of the Elite Two. If I had to pick one to play with every day, I prefer the console, the controller that came with my Series X. It's and those man, those of you yeah. controllers are so good today. Those mm -hmm. of you that don't know, uh, there was actually a firmware update to all Xbox controllers. When you sync them now, so this is Xbox flash normally. If you then double tap your sync button, you'll now do that. That's now in PC mode. 
it will eventually connect to my PC, but you know. It's the same with the um the Xbox wireless headset, the new headsets. Uh, I think you can have up you can I can have it hooked up to my phone as well as my Xbox and then I can switch it over onto my PC by just double tapping the button as well, which is yeah. uh, which they had brought for the headset first, which it, uh, which is good. It's it's a good thing to have multiple devices, being able to do it, but I get confused very easy. So I like things simple and easy. I have my Xbox with a headset with a controller. That's it. They they Me, also you know. did they also did um bring a few a feature in it a few months ago now where you could actually dim the um light both on your Xbox controller and on your Xbox itself. You that's can. in I think that's in the accessibility options, I think. Something like that, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you yeah, can you can change it. But if it's I think um I mean, LEDs yeah, yeah, are like they're like super efficient, so you know you don't really need to worry about how much power your light is using on your Xbox. You know, it, I mean, yeah, it's, it makes sense to dim it because you don't like if you sat in a dark room playing a, a game like, say, for instance, Phasmophobia, and you've got this bright ass white light pointing at you. It kind of makes sense to be able to dim it, and you know, I like it on. I like it. It adds all to the to the Xbox. I like it nice and bright. My, my mm. I, I've I've dimmed mine down. Hour. You can't actually see it. You can see my printer though. I mean, my 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 Xbox is literally sat right in front of my screen. Um, so if I'm looking at my screen in a dark room, there's mine, the original Xbox One. Hell yeah, sweet, the way sweet to go. VCR edition. <laughs> yeah, it's the way it's the way to go. The big bulky ass thing. The way to go. Get hot, though. For a few what, years, it get, get hot now. What, what I was trying to say was I would like the Gears of War. Yeah. Did they not, did they not do it? Did they not do it, Gears of War? Uh... Yes, but it didn't look as good. And not for the new series consoles. No, they did it for uh, Xbox One. But I didn't think it looked as good. It did a headset. The One X. Why would I care about a headset? Well, what else we got tonight, boys? Um. In fact, while while whilst we're all here, what have we all been playing this week? You go first. Um, first. Uh, this week I've been playing VR. Uh, I, I experimented with the Half-Life 2 VR mod, and that was my Monday video, my raw play of that. Uh, I'm super impressed. I uh, really enjoyed that. And then my Wednesday video that comes out tomorrow, I'll go ahead and say it's uh, a game I've not played before. I found it in a Viveport subscription. Viveport is kind of like Game Pass, but for VR. And I think there's around... It's just all, all headsets are supported, etc. I think there's around 1,000 games support the Oculus Quest 2 over PC VR. They don't run natively on the headset. Uh, so it's called A Fisherman's Tale. That's my Wednesday video. And then Friday is the game I kind of always put up on Friday, uh, Into the Radius, which just came to the Oculus Quest 2 natively instead of just PC VR. I love that game. Uh, it's very stalker-esque, uh, mysterious, and a great simulation, fun to romp around in. Uh, on my Xbox, my friend and I have kind of went back to Deep Rock Galactic. I don't know if you guys have played that one. Really enjoy that a lot. I think that's an underrated game. I don't hear people talk about that game. It looks great. It's only like three and a half gigabytes. 
It plays awesome. I love PvE content. I'm getting too old for PvP. Uh, so I'm always looking for something that I can play with friends against the against the AI and just have a good time and make a night of it instead of sweating. You know what I mean? I can I can play hard for a while, but I get tired. I get stressed. So that's what I've been up to. I mean, we've got the perfect uh, game for you if you want to join us. What you got? Destiny. Never heard of it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Pest, aren't you, aren't you working on your own game? I have. I've been uh, working through some Unity tutorials. Uh, I've got several game ideas that I've had for years, and I've still not seen anyone else do. Um, so mm. I'm trying to develop mm. the skills I need to make that happen. And uh, I'm getting pretty close to finishing another tutorial. I've been going through them. And I, I got these kind of classes things from a resource online. I've been working through them and trying to learn C Sharp and all that. And, I'm on my way, uh, but I've got so many irons in the fire. I don't, I don't know how realistic it is that I'll ever be able to get this out there. But I'm trying. Yeah, I've got some fun ideas for that. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've been following, so I've follow you on Twitter anyway. But seen, like, say you, your updates on Twitter of where you're at and what you've been doing and that. So really interesting. I'm quite, well, I'm looking forward to what you can see what you you're gonna do eventually. It'll be it'll be cool to see when you when you get there. But no, it's awesome. Yeah, everything I've done so far really doesn't have anything to do with what I want to do. I'm just trying mm. to build Learn, general yeah. foundational skills. Uh, and I've tried this before. I had created a, a kind of a bullet hell. You were a little ship defending a city, and it scrolled. And I coded that using the Game Maker 2 engine. And I used the code part, because it's got kind of a, a part where you can just assign behavior to stuff. I didn't use that. I actually used the code. But I'm having to learn C Sharp, and it's completely different. Mm. Uh, so yeah, there's that. I, I know I, I need to I need to dig back down and finish that tutorial I'm on. Uh, some of the lessons are pretty frustrating. If you've messed with game development at all, they kind of assume that you know something, or they they show you what to do, but they don't show you why. So then you you because you don't understand why it works, you don't remember how to do it. So mm-hmm. finding these these more basic level, explain to me why it works, and then I'll remember it, and then I'll be able to apply that going forward to build those tools. That's yeah. It's hard to find those caliber of lessons. A lot of people just type this, and this happens. One of the things that I I've learned over the years of doing is, and it's it's it it's such a simple thing. Just fuck around and find out. Yeah. Yeah, but when when you when it comes to game devving, you don't really want to just fuck around and find out because you could potentially break your system doing that. Oh, I think that's pretty. I think you're pretty safe on that. If you're working <laughs> within the constraints of a, a Unity engine or something, you know what I mean. That's very true. Um... What What about you, BMG? What have you been playing this week? Uh, well. Obviously, well, same as us three. We've kind of had a bit of a bit of a break for Destiny. Only really been jumping in to do the season stuff because we're not really progressing. It's that. Oh, I think I think I've noticed it's uh, they've definitely slowed things down. Mm. Uh, they're making it making it harder to progress. So it's like you kind of at that point. It's like, what's the point of me doing anything if I'm not progressing to anything? Because it's so I've kind of kind of Destiny's kind of. Half and half on the back burner. Um, I've kind of I'm in that bit of a a lull period where it's like 
I want a game, but I don't want to game, if that makes sense. You, you want a um, game, but you can't be bothered because Des every time you want a yeah. game, you think of Destiny and the slowdown, you go, well, yeah. I can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah. But I've actually got, um, I'm going to be revisiting Quantum Break because I never managed to finish that. So that's re-downloaded, ready to go. Um, also, I've re-downloaded Forgotten City. Last episode, I kept calling it The Forgotten Ones because I couldn't remember the name, but it's The Forgotten City. So I've got that downloaded. And also, that came out today, Deathloop is on Game Pass and PC Game Pass, um, which obviously was Marvel. a PlayStation exclusive for a year. It's now on Game Pass. I did dabble with it on PlayStation, but I wanted to really wait for Xbox. So I am going to be diving into that. And also, on the, the PlayStation side of stuff, um, I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, lovely game, beautiful. Same, pretty much the same as the first one, but it's just prettier. And it uses the dual sense, which is good. And in preparation for God of War Ragnarok coming out in November, um, hopefully next month I want to tackle God of War 2018. Um try and get that done before the new God of War comes out. So, But other than that, really, it's it's one of them. I think I'm more of just looking for something to start, some story-wise to play and that. But when you've got too many games that are heavily story-focused, it's hard to remember what you're doing in which game and which controls are for which. <laughs> but yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Anime Razzle, what about you? Me? I've because I've been back at work. Um, basically, I've done... I've done this week's weeklies. Uh, not the weeklies, but the weekly quest for okay. Destiny. And I've downloaded a couple of games, but I haven't got around to playing them. Well, yeah. the, the, the only thing, I was just playing Destiny today, and, and one part of it, this, this stone's actually kind of pissed me off, is, is I want to kill 50 champions. It's 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 you. It's like what the hell? It's like why are you making us kill fifty champions? Like why? It's it's just. I literally only got to like nine champions and gave up and went for fuck this. I ain't doing this now. <laughs> just let. I'm just gonna yeah. leave it for another day when I can be bothered. When I've got the patience I, I... to do that. I played Destiny 2 when it came out, and I, I played everything there was to play at the time. I don't remember anything, by the way, which is a little upsetting to me that I don't... Is, I don't, is that the new light era, or is that the uh, red wall era? I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> and I'd like to get back into it, but I'm kind of intimidated by how much they've added since then. And mm -hmm. I, I think I started it up, and it had like a whole new scene. It started out, I was wounded, and I lost my little spark or whatever he is. And uh, it's, so I, you they are, almost you need... Red wall era, oh, then. They yeah, almost gone. need What's they gone? almost need Destiny three to come out at this point so that but, people like me aren't afraid to come back in. Does that make sense? Because yeah. I like I feel like I missed a bunch of stuff and I don't know where to start and I'm I'm under level for everyone that actually plays, so I can't group mm -hmm. with them. It's yeah, it's def it's definitely changed now because now mm -hmm. um you ooh, ooh. jump if you jump into it now, you um you go to what they call the helm, you get and it puts your light level up to the soft cap automatically so it yeah. gives you the stuff you need to bring you up and there's also do a timeline which pretty much tells you what's happened from the red water now uh, because all the content 
we'll, we'll get we'll get to that we'll, we'll, we'll get to that properly in, in a few um just just because i've got a, a a few comments to make on that um well i guess i'll end on of, 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 I, of i'm interested in what what yeah, what we found out um that actually i, I think it was you anime Raza, that alerted to us about with uh what? paul tassi we'll, we'll we'll get to it in a minute um first however the games i've been playing and uh, that's probably not going to be expected by any of you guys but it's um death stranding been quite enjoying that i i know you know because you've got me on me yesterday i'm yeah. downloading death stranding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i uh i've, I've been <laughs> i have been visibly like visually i it looks awesome death stranded when you when you sat there on and running it you know on the system like mine it holy crap it looks amazing you know i was i was watching a cutscene and i was sat there i was thinking wait what is that texture and then i realized it was freaking sand and you could literally see every single grain of sand on a beach and i was like whoa <laughs> Like, and then, then, like, you're running around and, like, there's, like, mechanics of, like, your backpack's too heavy, you've got to lean to, to correct it, and, and oh, I, the, the gameplay, it's just, it's so immersive, though. Only thing that's annoying me about it, I was telling Anime Raza about it just, just before the stream, was that some animations can take 10 to 15 seconds, and... And 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 as you as BMG and Brazzy, you know, you both know. I I just want to get into a game and play the fucking game. I don't care about cutscenes. I don't care about the rest of that. But but Death Stranding, I'm not skipping. I am not skipping a single cutscene on there. You you think you think Death Stranding? You know, it's Death Stranding. Obviously, it's a Kojima production. It's a Kojima game. You go back and play Metal Gear Solid. Go with four. Four's probably the better one. Um, I think one cutscene lasts for about 35 minutes. Fuck that. I'd have quit quit the game. (laughs) It's it's so, so good. But but, but that's like. That's that's the only thing that's annoying me about Death Stranding is is I'm not going to try not to give anything away. Um, Basically, there's something called a BP, and um, I'm not quite sure what they are yet. I've not fully gone into it. I don't imagine it. it will ever tell but, you either. But there's, there's a thing that you've got on your suit that kind of detects them. Um, but when it starts detecting them, there's an animation that happens that lasts like 10 to 15 seconds. You walk out the area accidentally and walk back in. You've got that animation again. And you keep doing it. You keep that animation. And that animation just, just goes in every single time. And it's just like, oh, come on. I don't care if a bit of metal just wants to sit there and spin around. I just hold you got hold your breath. The button to hold your breath. I just that that I don't mind because I could still do stuff whilst whilst the character is pulling his hand up to his mouth. I could still do stuff, but but this stupid spinning bit of metal. I can't do anything until it's properly deployed. It's like I just want to. Mm. Why can't you not just do what he does with the mouth? Just let Kojima me keep playing. Does what everything Kojima does, he does for a reason. Oh yeah, I, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Um, and the other game I've also been playing is Rocket League. Trying to get sort of back into competitive, but not a game that's like Call of Duty that's going to make me rage. Rocket League, 
it's kind of different. There's a bit, bit of a different skill to it. Um, I can see BMG sitting there like wanting to just fall asleep because Rocket League, you know. But I'm, I'm sort of enjoying what? it. I'm, I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to develop my skills on it and trying to get better on it. One game that I forgot that I, because I, I literally just started it this afternoon was Total War Three Kingdoms. Oh yeah, I've been seeing, been seeing that popping up on Discord. You playing that? It's it's a it's a great game. Like I've gone literally from Total War Shogun Two all the way up to Three Kingdoms, which. You, I've missed a lot of games there, but it's still half, you know, half decent to say, like how good it is. It's it's not a bad thing, but yeah, um, yeah. So the next topic I'm going to get onto is Ubisoft. What do you guys think about this the seventy dollar price tag that they're going to be slapping on the games? Expected. Not being funny. EA did it last year. Was it early this late last year? Early this year, the games were going up to you know we'll go with you seventy seventy dollars a game. Um, which to, to, with price of inflation and stuff, we've had games for cheap for so long. You know, it's um, don't get me wrong. Would I love games to always stay cheap? Of course I would. Cost of things go up. Cost, you know, wages go up. Air technology goes up. It's it's one of them. It's, it's something that was always going to happen eventually. Every generation of the consoles, the price has gone up. So it wasn't. It's not like it's a surprise. Um, Ubisoft, I do remember, um, I think it was about six, seven months ago, they did turn around and say they would eventually, prices would go up. They, you know, it's the kind of, it has been mentioned by them before because obviously when EA went up, everyone automatically thought Ubisoft's going up straight away. Um, but yeah, so the, their top, what they call their top AAA titles are going to come in at $70. Expected, it's no surprise. PlayStation is, you know, I know Xbox are at 60, they're staying at 60 for now because that's what they want to do. PlayStation, EA, and, and other, a few other developers are at 70. Um, so and but they have also come out, Ubisoft, and said price for certain titles will be different. You take Assassin's Creed Mirage, which was announced at the Ubisoft Forward. That is going to be a $50 game. Here in the UK, that'll come in at £44.99 um, for us, or $49.99 in America. So a cheaper game for a more traditional Assassin's Creed type game. Um, but yet Skull and Bones is going to come in at $69.99, which is, uh, I really just... don't think that should be a, a full price game. Just, just a quick one, BMG. Are you having an issue with your internet currently? Or your computer? You, you seem to be lagging slightly. No, not. Everything's working fine. Everything seems to be working fine. The internet's fine. 
Oh. Unless it's Discord. It might be Discord. I'll 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 try and drop out Discord and I'll jump back in. You yeah, use, right, use crack on. Um I I can understand the seventy dollar price point. Um the you know, like as BMG said, you know, you, you've got you know the time it takes now to make these games is 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 definitely increased a lot. Um you you think you're talking about like cost of like artists and 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 it even just like the increase of like the graphical like the graphics and and stuff like that. you're thinking it's it's understandable that these games are coming in at 70 dollars now you know um but but yeah and then the, obviously i see it like on twitter and facebook and youtube and people complaining about games you know costing between what 70 dollars and 120 dollars now and it's just it's yeah, people are just saying that it's it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. But one game I can tell you is ridiculous. The 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 is re really ridiculous is uh, is believe it or not, iRacing. So you've got to pay a subscription just to access the game, and then you only get maybe ten cars, ten trucks, maybe. I but was an iRacer ten years ago. But, Heck but, yeah. But then. For every truck that comes out and every car that comes out, you've got to pay an extra ten pounds each. It's true. It's very expensive. And it's like, it's like, well, but then you get games like Project Cars. Uh, there's even Forza Most Motorsport at this point as well, and uh, you got a set of Corsa. You know that that just have mod access. Well. So of course they're mainly having mod access. People just making them, modeling their own cars, and 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 release them as a mod. Yeah, I I racing I racing's not a game though. You know what I mean? It's a simulator. Like yeah, you, so, you can't so... use an alias. You got to use your name. You got to pay this. They don't just have races. You can jump in anytime they're scheduled. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's but, a, but... it's pretty hardcore. It's kind of an exception. Yeah, I I swear I don't like like. It's understandable to have a subscription with it, but I don't think they should make you pay ten pound per car or or ten pound per track. Yeah, you know, I, I think that seems a little ridiculous. But but I can I can fully understand like you know seventy dollar price point for for games. You know now that that's I'm that's I don't quite know. Like, mate. I, I don't uh, I don't like it. It's a uh... I understand that everything's getting more expensive in the world. The comment that everything had gone up, including wages. Well, mine haven't really gone up. You know, my cost of living has gone up. My wages have not kept pace with that. So that means I have less income that's just uh, for entertainment throwaway. And I was never a big buyer anyway. Back in the 360 days, you know, I might have 10 games per generation, depending on what they were, right? So I, I could experience a lot less and, and just buy things and spend more time on the used market. Uh, so when Game Pass came out, I was all in on Game Pass, and I, I like having that big library, and then I can try a bunch of different games without having to pay for them. So especially spoiled by Game Pass since it came out, the idea of $70 feels just like a little bit too far for me. And and I, I would like to see at some point, and they say games take longer to make, they cost more to make now. I was like, why aren't the tools making up for that? Why, why are these game tools that come <laughs> along not making games quicker to make? Why is it not making games cheaper to make? And instead of everything taking longer and costing more, I would like to better understand that. And I understand that they should cost more than they do, the $70. But it's uh, it's tough on me. When I look at a game and I see the difference between 60 and $70, that makes a difference for me. That's, that's just enough extra where I'm like, nah, pass. And uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've started spending more time in Microsoft Rewards to earn a little extra money to knock that extra $10 off of there so it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like I'm paying 70 for the game. It feels like I'm paying 60 See, I, I use a lot of different reward apps. Um, personally, just to get, not just to get by, but to have a little extra in my back pocket if I need it. So what are you thinking of the, this $70 price point then? Me, personally, I, I can understand why it's happening, but at the same point, why it shouldn't have got to the point where it's every, they're all announcing it at once. I think it should have been more of a slow, slower pace than it has been in the last few years. How how slow? Because you look at games. How you look at the game prices back in the nineties, eighties, nineties, early two thousands to now. You look at the price change and what games cost then. What we're getting, I personally, I think. Don't get me wrong. I like it. Games are cheaper, but you look at what we get. How much money goes into them and the content these games have. You're getting well above what you're paying for, and the cost really, I think, it should it should really technically it would be higher because uh, it hasn't gone in line with all inflation. Well, it's like it's it? like it's similar to a cost of a movie, isn't it? It's a couple hundred million of these days to make yeah. a triple A title. Yeah, but it's, pretty, it's pretty just... subjective, right? Because yeah. games are different lengths, and the production quality is different, and sometimes mm. you're paying. Mm to be able to have a water cooler moment. You're, you're buying a game when it comes out, the day it comes out, that's a big budget. It's like, I got a war. I don't know how long it was, but it's definitely not as long as Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And if anything, definitely people complain that there's too much content in that game. The reasons so, most come. <laughs> and that's what they said. It's like, oh, there's too much content in this game. It's like, I'm never going to complain about that because if I don't want to play it, I stop playing it. I can come back and play it more later, right? Mm. So that's a weird argument for me. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I wouldn't argue that on average that we're getting more for our money than we used to get. And if anything, games are releasing in a worse state than they used to. Uh, maybe. I think that more depends on the developer you're talking about there. Of course. Of course. Um, Nintendo games tend to release in a pretty finished state, if you don't mind running them on 15-year-old hardware. Yeah. This is probably more of a question for you than this one, uh, uh, BMG. How much does Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition, cost on Zero PlayStation? Dawn? Yeah. The full um, game, how, how much does it cost? Like, the, all the DLCs, it, everything. I paid £6.79 for it. Right. Where was that at? Was that on PlayStation? Or? That was on PlayStation. That was on offer. If I was to get it off out of the offer, it would be £14.99. Right. So to are you on it... about Zero Dawn? Or are you on yeah. about Forbidden West? No, Zero Dawn. The the first one that came yeah, out. Yeah, so yeah. How, how much, how much out, was that? Out of sale, it was forty ninety nine. How, how much was that brand new? The fifty uh, bucks. Brand new. 50, 50 it, it was forty nine ninety nine. Right. So, um, if you don't know about these sort of websites, the, you've got, for instance, CD Keys, and there is also Kingwin which I use a lot, uh, I could pick up the game, the complete edition, on Steam, £12.19. Well, yeah, but I don't uh, play PC. 
like like all you have to do really is is just wait True. wait a couple of months to like i can do uh f1 no, that's no, that's months. 60 quid game i think Play 70 quid game Play playstation games don't come out day and day or a month or two after on pc you're oh, lucky, I, I'm, I'm if, you're you're lucky if you get it within a year i think zero dawn has not long actually gone on to pc so, so a long time with a game like f1 that that came out i think was the start of july could be wrong with that um, and it was, plays, it, it, it was like 55 quid, 60 quid just for the base game. And it was like 70, 80 quid for, for the the deluxe edition, how, if you will. How much do the Call of Duty games cost? And that, there, there are certain games stay high. On, you, can, you can pick up F-122 now for £33.36 on, on just on Kingwin. You could probably pick it up for 30 quid on CD it's, keys. You know? It's the same with anything. Once it's been out for a while, the price drops. It's always happened in software with games. Games... Um, very rarely hold their same price for a long period of time. There are always sales. They're always dropping in price. Mm. That's 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 always been a thing. That's that's nothing new. That's not to say um, a game you buy at full price on release isn't worth what you're paying. No, then it still comes to the argument. No one's forcing anyone to buy anything. No one forces you to buy a game. You wait. You can wait till it comes on PC, comes on offer, or goes into a subscription service. Yeah. It all depends when you want to play that game. Um, God of War. God of War is going to be a for the standard game is going to be sixty nine ninety nine. That is the standard edition of the game. I'll pick it up because I want to be. I that's a game I'm excited to play. I will pick it up day one because I want to play it. If it was a game that, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not in a rush to play it because I've got 101 things to do, I would wait further down the line and it'll probably drop in price um, or there'll be an offer. But like, there are certain games you are going to pick up full price. Um, and, and to be fair, we're enthusiasts too, right? And there's that water cooler thing. You want to be able to talk yeah. about it with other people online and be excited about it. It's like... How many people are excited about Deathloop coming out today? Not really, right? Not really, because we had to wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We didn't have it when it came to place. We kind of missed that water cooler experience. Everybody's done talking about it. And uh, I don't like timed exclusivity, especially for that reason. But yeah. uh, that's part of the exp You don't want to wait six months no. or a year to buy a game. You want to no. buy it while everybody's excited about it. It's that's fun it. to be excited about things when other people are excited about them for some reason. Yeah. And yeah. spoilers, you don't want you don't want True. to have something spoiled for you that you haven't experienced yet. It's because even though I, you know, uh, there's games that I've had it spoiled for me. I think, well, I'm going to play it anyway. I don't care. But then it's always in the back of my head. Well, I've been told about this moment, so you're expecting this moment, and sometimes yeah. you can lose a bit of enjoyment in a game because you keep thinking, well, this moment's going to come up, and and it, and sometimes you know, it's like mm. like say. We enthusiasts, we like to, we want to be there out the gate playing it so we can all talk about it at the same time and, and and discuss things and not have stuff spoiled for us before we've even touched it. And it's a, and it's a sad part of the way social media is these days. You you know, let's take the Grand Theft Auto stuff for example. It's leaked. It's doesn't matter where you look. It's it's everywhere. Yeah. You know, and you, you're trying to avoid it. You're muting stuff, but then someone else mentions it, and you. It's hard. It's hard trying to avoid stuff so you don't get spoiled. But 
It's, that's just the world we're in these days. But yeah. there are games I will happily pay full price for because I want to be in the experience day one. I want to be there. But mm. the, but there are games that I'm happy to wait for. And is if it's on sale at the time, I'll pick it up. If it's not, then I'll still pick it up because I'm ready to play that game. Um, I, I there is lim- There are limits, of course. There's limits. I don't. I generally don't get a game and then complete the base game and get the DLCs. You know the expansions. It's not often I do that in a single player game. It's like Valhalla. Um, I've got the base content in Valhalla. I've done the base content, even though I've heard good things about the expansions. To me, well, no, because this is the experience they want me to have. This is what the story they wanted to tell. I don't want them to have to pay more to it to know this other stuff that because that's not the core of the game. So I tend to, I don't, I never really bother with that. It's very rare that I'll dive into that stuff. You know, and to be fair, maybe the part of the reason that I think seventy dollars is is too high is I can't think of anything that I'm excited about enough for for the seventy dollar limit, right? Agreed. Yeah, or yeah, agreed. or the games that are coming that I am excited about, my expectation is already that they're coming to Game Pass, right? Because I'm not on PlayStation, I'm Xbox, and PC and VR gamer, so my perception will be biased, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it is. You do get that. That's the other thing. Um, you get people that will turn around and say, "Oh, why Game Pass is bad for the industry because people are just waiting for games to come to Game Pass and not buying them and things like that." But I have Game Pass Ultimate. In fact, as um, anime and um, Shadow Ball will tell you, um, I've got five Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions in my house. There's in- myself and my four children all have Game Pass Ultimate. Um, but even they'll still buy games. I still buy games. You know, I, it doesn't stop me buying games. There's certain games, whether it's in Game Pass or not, that I want to own or I want a license of. As I think we we kind of covered, got into a discussion, can't remember if it was first or second episode, over ownership of games now on the digital side of things. You know, you don't really own a game anymore. You're paying to have a copy of the license until they decide to take it. Mm. Um, you know, which again, I suppose you could also look at the price of things. You're paying $69.99, for a game that you don't own. You know, yeah, you might buy it physical and have a physical disc, but you still don't own any of the software on that disc. You lease a license until they decide you no longer lease a license, which you agree to in the terms and conditions. So we never really own them anymore. But So I suppose you could look at the argument from that side. Why am I paying such a higher price for a game that I don't own? I lease. So I suppose you could look at it from that way as well, I suppose. And this is what we do. Some people like food. Some people go out and spend $100 on a meal. You know what I mean? You're going to get way longer entertainment out of a game. Everything's perception. Yes, yes, yes. But I don't mind, you know, I don't mind paying for it. I don't mind, um, you know, especially if it's a game I want, paying that a bit of a higher price because I want that experience. I want it. No one's forcing me to have it. No one's saying this. This you ne- you're never going to be able to play this game unless you pay this X amount of price. It's I want to do that. Um, do, do I wish games would always stay cheap? Of course I do, but... That's not the re- reality of life. The re- reality is 
everything goes up. It very rarely comes down. Like I and I don't know. I can't recall a games console going up in price instead of down in price. It's it's a whole new a whole new thing here in you know UK and Europe. You know the console prices increased, which is a very strange thing, especially in such a short time into the life cycle as well. Um, you know, we're just in with COVID and stuff now. Things it's different. Things seem to be working different and heading in a different direction, a more expensive direction. And um, I, I think before this generation's out, I think we'll see another price increase, whether it be five dollar, ten dollar, I don't know. But I could see. I think we're going to be getting hit by another price increase in software before this generation's out. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Uh, uh I guess the come on. <laughs> hey, is there anything you guys want to pick up on BMG Pest rather? No, I think that's it. No, I think if you've you've covered everything, have you? Uh, so. Unless you guys uh, want to talk about Nvidia's keynote, I don't know how many of you are on PC or excited I've, about that. I've I've only seen little bits come up. Um, I've not really looked into it because I'm not really on the PC side of stuff. So it's um, if you want to talk about PES, you know, you go away, my friend. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I uh, know what's going on. They have officially announced uh, the 4090 and then two versions of the 4080, which is very interesting. Uh, one of them appears to be basically the 4070 in disguise, right? It's got less cores, it's got less memory, it's got 12 gigabytes of memory, and then the then the 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 actual 4080 has 16 gigabytes, and then of course the 4090 is a the big dog. Uh, it comes in at $1,600 MSRP, which is a lot. Uh, oh, but the perfor the performance is exciting. The performance is exciting because it's the first time I've really seen viable ray tracing, and then it's also got a new version of DLSS, which that technology is interesting to me because it's about efficiency, right? It's about getting more for what you got, right? You can you can do more with less hardware, so. Uh, that's exciting to me because eventually that stuff, not not the NVIDIA tech specifically, but the equivalent thereof makes its way to consoles. And when you consider that like the 4090 is somewhere over 90 teraflops of power and three times better at ray tracing and then DLS 3.0, is, it's uh, we're looking at a significant console leap in the next five to ten years uh, just mm -hmm. as technology progresses outside of it. The advancements in AI to make things more efficient, and I don't know, it's pretty exciting stuff. Speaking of ray tracing, I did notice the I think it was about a month ago, maybe two months ago now, uh, ray tracing has actually fully become real real time ray tracing now for NVIDIA GPUs. Sure, it wasn't sure. it wasn't fully real time. It kind of was, but it was slightly off. Um, but I did get an update and 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 in that but what it was saying it was real-time ray tracing now so it's they they of course didn't this stuff hasn't been in the hands of of third-party people to analyze it to see what it's actually going to perform at but their demo showed like cyberpunk running 22 frames per second with ray tracing on with say current equivalent cards and then uh with the new 4090 with the dlss 3.0 going ray tracing it looked like it was running above 90 frames per second that's that's, and that's i mean that's that's odd it's you a say that. It's a $1,600 card, but it's still impressive. Yeah, it's odd that you say that because I was, um, 
couple of months ago i was running cyberpunk 20 whatever it is um and i was running at 60 frames on psycho settings fully ray trace on and i was sat there at 60 frames solid what are you what are you using oh i'm using a 2060 12 gig card Oh, there's no way. There's no way. What kind of monitor are you running? There's no way. I, uh... I'm I was I'm literally running it on a 1080p, um, uh, 32 inch Samsung TV. What looks like probably about 15 years ago. <laughs> okay, I'm not as familiar. I'm not as familiar with the expected performance on a 1080, uh, 1080p display. Um, so that, I mean, generally at that resolution, you're going to be CPU bound. You know what I mean? Not it's like if they're testing CPUs against each other, they do it on 1080p displays. So I, I, I guess I can't comment too much on that. That's pretty impressive. I know at 4K, even with the current 3090 Ti, uh, you wouldn't expect to see... I mean, you could you could pull up... Uh, one of my favorite resources is Testing Games. It's a YouTube channel, and they compare a variety of hardware across a variety of games and settings. It's a great resource to see what you can expect from this or that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it I, I appears will, to me I that the new s- hardware is a huge leap. I will say, though, that my GPU was getting rather warm. It was hovering around 82, and my GPU has an automatic shot off at 83. Plenty of room. Plenty of room. So, you know, one, one, one degree hotter and my entire system would have just shit the bed and gone to sleep. And cooled yeah, off. Yeah. My, uh, my computer's around five years old. I'm in dire need of an update, especially running VR and then capturing the footage so I'm hoping to some point early next year, middle next year, to build another system. I'm hoping that AMD can counter. the. I was so impressed with what NVIDIA showed today that I, I'm kind of wringing my hands a little bit to see what AMD does. And I haven't built an AMD system in probably 15 or 20 years. And I was leaning towards it this time because the expectations are that it's going to draw less power. Uh, like the 4090 is rated for 450 watts. And then, I mean, if you had like a 12900K or the Raptor Lake CPUs are coming soon, they can pull 250 watts to pay max load, right? You won't expect this all the time. But these computers are really starting to draw a lot of power. And then I'm... when you look at transient voltage on the GPUs, uh, you got to worry about this thing burning your wall. Yeah, this is definitely going to be chugging out some heat so i i don't think air cool's a viable option you know fan cooling's a viable option anymore i think you're go, going to be looking for a full water cooled setup at that point with the, with the 4090 i mean it's got an air cooler on it so they're they're expecting it to do the job now it is like a 3.75 slot card so this thing looks like a 4x4 stuck in your computer the question is though how high are those fans are going to be running in RPMs? You know, because mine runs at uh, 1600 RPM and it's just about keeping it cool enough. You know, um, we'll see. Is, is it going to be running like 5000 RPM? Yeah, you know, that's what car no, shifting I... up in it. Well, I mean, you figure the PCB is still wafer thin, right? And they're on the four nanometer process, so that's smaller than it's ever been. So the entire mm. rest of this thing is just cooler. And you're looking at, you know, 3.75 slots worth of cooler. That's a lot of thermal mass to dissipate that range and surface area to cool. So I don't expect them to be atrociously loud, no. You just talked about stuff that I have no (laughs) idea what you've said. Made no sense whatsoever. (laughs) Absolutely not a clue what you're talking about. Well, I know you're talking about different flavors of peanut butter. I like peanut butter. 
So, um, yeah, so it's just... <laughs> no idea what you just said. <laughs> speaking on PC part stuff, I was doing a comparison earlier of the, I think it's the 12900KF and the 5950X. Yep, yep. uh, overall, apparently the 12900KF is actually a way better CPU than the, the Ryzen 9 5950X. The it only, is. It the is only a, thing is, well, is, is that the, the, the i9... 12900 kf is about i think it's about 50 bucks more expensive it, it is uh, but there's there's a little like and this will be my last big spiel that i go on right so i apologize in advance if you if you pull up the youtube channel testing games anytime they do a cpu comparison they do it at 1080p now even i have a ultra wide it's 1440p by 4k and a lot of people use 4k displays they don't test cpus against each other on 4k resolution they want them cpu bound so they test them at 1080p. So the GPU uh, is not the bottleneck. And you will see significant differences in CPU performance, right? But then testing games the other day, they did a test with a 3090 Ti, current baddest card you can buy, across a wide array of games, and they used every current uh, 12th generation Intel processor you can get. So the cheapest one against their baddest one. And the only game that the cheapest CPU dropped any frames in comparison was Flight Simulator, and it was like 5 FPS. So like real-world application versus what you see in these tests, and they're like, oh, man, this CPU just curb-stomped this one. It's like, yeah, in your, your very specific test, sure. But for real-world usage. And then the 12th, the 12th uh, generation Intel's quite a bit newer than the 5950X. AMD's new CPU comes out this year, what, October, late September? Late September. It's oh. coming soon. And then the, the Intel 13th Gen Raptor Lake comes out this year, too. So they've all got new hardware coming out across the board anyway. All new platforms. Mm. To check them out, testing games, great. There's no fluff, either. It's straight to, here are the settings, here's the game, here's the performance. It's a great channel. Mm, fair enough. Might have to have a look. Uh, I think uh, BMG might want to look up on that as well. And, uh, try and figure out what the hell we're on about. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've no idea. You're talking absolute French for me. Console gaming, I'm all about that. I can kind of talk my way through that stuff, but when you start talking, yeah, but his Excel sheets and his his thing that solitaire and Minesweeper stuff. There's no point even trying. <laughs> I haven't got a bloody clue what you're talking about, right? But my PC's that old, right? I don't. It's dust is holding it together. It's literally <laughs> holding it together, right? Uh, uh, now you offered to go over there and clean it up for you. I I don't. I don't because if you clean it, I don't think it'd power on. I think the dust is literally holding everything together. So, but it, it it's all French to me. I just want to like push a button, start playing stuff. Do you, do you know how I turn my PC on? One second. With a hammer. Yeah. With. <laughs> I love the Superman chair, by the way. Yeah, Secret Labs chair, that one. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, the Secret Labs one. I don't know if you can see that's it. Nice. No, that's you, nice. That's a nice chair. You, yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to tilt it so that we can see it. Yeah, hang on. I think if I turn. There you go. Guys. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Your microphone's right I'm, in the I'm way of it now. <laughs> I'm sitting oh, on an old right, office sorry. chair that you couldn't give away at a boot sale. Yeah. No, my wife was very kind to buy me this as a as a fifth present or anniversary. But yeah, Shout this. Out. Oh, this nice. turns my PC on because I have to hit the power button that hard to get it to power up. It sounds like the a, new. It sounds like you're switching. It might be a bit, little bit knackered. Uh, 
No, no, it's, it's just the newness is wearing off. That's all. He's just in spots. Shout out to yeah. our wives for tolerating our nonsense, right? Like, definitely. Like, definitely. When we were when we were oh, seven, yeah. eight years old, who'd have thought we'd have grown up and found women that would tolerate our hobbies? You know what I mean? That's Sincerely, true. the fact that my wife doesn't complain every day—what an idiot I am! At least you know out loud. Uh, how lucky are we on it? But you know the difference between PC and console. There are differences. But there's diminishing returns. There's a significant increase in cost if you're going to want to see these things, take advantage of these things, the effort you have to put in. And the fact is that Assassin's Creed Valhalla is still one of the best-looking games I've ever played on my $500 mm. Xbox. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, yeah, definitely shout out to the wives and things because she did buy me a 50-inch Samsung ultra 4k tv she did buy me my series x she also bought me my playstation 5 and my secret lounge chair she, she's a keeper she's a keeper <laughs> she, she, she is, that uh, she is. She, yeah. she's paying for that marriage she's just buying you the stuff to keep you around uh bmg no, <laughs> and, this, and, and this explains the job she has <laughs> what, what what do you bring to the table <laughs> Never mind. Don't go that route. Uh, me? The, the, the five me? Xbox no, no, Game Pass. No. The five Xbox Game Pass subscriptions that he's paying for. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Waiting for that family plan. Waiting for that family plan. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah so talking about. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's something I'm going to use. It's it's the price of it as well. Was it twenty twenty one ninety nine a month? Twenty five on it. Expect no, it to be no, twenty five on it. It's oh, cheap. No. It's cheap. I, I love that you can have friends on it too, and not just people in your household. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's my problem. All everyone in my household takes all the subscriptions up. Exactly. But yeah, no, but yeah, no very much looking forward to it. Very much looking forward to it. I, I'm sorry, guys. Are we far from wrapping up, guys? Because I've um, literally no, been going for I'm, like four and a half hours and podcasting. I'm no, kinda... I think we're about there anyway. Uh, obviously, guys, stay chat. Yeah. You know, Click the subscribe button down below and hit the like button. Share it to your friends, family, and your, your, your uncle that might live across the world from you. Who knows? But, but make sure you also... hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit that like button down below. Yeah, and um, we're also on podcast services everywhere now. So if you'd like yeah. to like, you know, no, share, give us a review, let us know what you think, any comments, anything like that, any yeah. questions you want to ask. Hit us up, let us know in the socials. We've got, we've got, um, well, I guess a shout out to Stubbs uh, for that one. I guess he's mm -hmm. been, he's been big, big help, um, helping us with that. Um, yeah, then we uh, can come talk to us over on Discord, discord.io slash Stasis Chat. We're on the Twitter at Stasis Chat. Uh, uh, we've also got a Facebook page now. Facebook page, facebook.com slash chat. If you're over on Facebook, you can find out in, uh, find out when we're going live. I've got my uh, my other after thanks for that one, because she's running that one for us. Yeah, make sure you go and uh, follow uh, a friendly pest as well. Shout yourself out. Hug yourself. Yeah, uh, Appreciate you guys having me on. I enjoyed the show. I like the differences of opinions. I like the variety of subjects. This was a this was a fun one for me. Um, if anybody wanted to check me out on Twitter at a friendly pest uh, or my YouTube channel, a friendly is the first word pest. A friendly pest. Uh, 
and then uh, on Xbox at Friendly Pest. If anybody wants to play anything, uh, I'm always up for a game, especially co-op, and I am interested in the Destiny thing. Maybe I'll look at that, but I'll be so far behind you guys. Uh, yeah, well, we'll yeah, help I, you with that one. Help you. Hmm. We've got it's, plenty of time on our hands right now with that. <laughs> I I love a good PVE session. I love hanging out and just playing and, and not taking it too seriously. It's, well, it's, uh, I'll say this one thing, though. As uh, BMG and Anime Rosa know, I'm sat around all fucking day doing nothing. So it be yeah. up, it be up on Discord if you want to play something, man. I I will. I uh, I do not have a ton of free time uh, between <laughs> working and then projects around the house and uh, and then running my channel. I I don't have a ton of free time, but uh, when I do have free time, PVE is usually where I go. So, uh, mm. yeah, thanks for having me on. No, thank you oh, for coming along. Thank you, thank you for joining us. BMG, where can we find you? Oh, well, many a places. Um, obviously, it's Stacey's chat. You can find me over here on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Bowman Gamer. You can also find me over the XBL Party Podcast um, on YouTube as well as Twitter. Um, I am a panel member over there. And Roundtable Gaming, we do that roughly once a month, which is on hiatus at the moment. I do that with Stubbs Gaming and Luke Steele. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much everywhere you can find me for the moment. Xbox, at, at, at Bowman Gamer, PlayStation, Bowman Gamer 86. But yeah, that's me. Anime Rosa, where can we find you? Find me here on YouTube. Um, you can find me... Just YouTube. Just, yeah, just, just again, YouTube, just Anime YouTube. Rosa. This is it. Just find me on YouTube. We <laughs> had this me. last episode. It's, last yeah, episode. We'll, just, we'll just use facial recognition software yeah. on YouTube. What was it last Google week? It. Where, where can we find you? On Twitter. <laughs> and that was it. It was like, right, does... <laughs> Just Twitter, we just type in Twitter and you're there. This week we just at YouTube. <laughs> that was the whole point. I'm making that a standing joke. Oh, yeah, but is it a joke or is it just <laughs> last week was a cock up, this week was intentional? Oh, so yeah, you can find me here. He's dead now. He's uh, suffering. He's recovering from tonlights. To bear with him. Right, you can find me here on YouTube. Is it just YouTube I... though? <laughs> right, you can find me here on YouTube. If you search anime Raza and over at Twitter. <laughs> Uh, anime uh, anime Raza and on Xbox you can find me Raza J on nineteen ninety four. Well thanks and everyone. The same on PS4. Okay. Well uh thanks everyone for coming along. Um it's definitely been uh, an enjoyable one with Friendly Pest, uh with these insight to VR. And uh BMG came a little bit late but we can excuse him for that one. He was, he was, um, like he said, he's been doing podcasting for the last four hours, so he was... Where was you tonight? Yeah. Over at XBL. I was over at, over at XBL. Um, so we meet in the green room at uh, half seven, and then show goes live at eight, so we've been over there. So if you go 
go check out the show, check out last episode, like, share, subscribe, download the podcast, give us a review, check out the website. Um, we've got some interesting things coming, actually. Um, we are looking at rebranding um, in October, so keep an eye out for that. And also starting a PlayStation-focused podcast uh, under, under the uh, new rebrand, which... Uh, I will be on the panel of, and I am in search of panel members. So we shall uh, see see where we go there with that. But um, yeah, yeah, keep an eye out of stuff. Check the guys out. Give them all a follow on Twitter. Um, f- follow everyone here on their YouTubes and the Twitters. Uh, it's been great to be on a show with you, Pest. I think this is like our second or third time now we've been on a show together. It's always insightful. It's always brilliant. You conversation's always good and you always teach me something new um i do like i am very interested in vr um i quite like where vr is going and like the future of vr and uh, um yeah it'd be great to hopefully soon i want to get the playstation vr 2 hopefully we'll cross platform and we can uh, play smart online sometime yeah i'll, have yeah, to, I'll have never i think you'll i think we uh, bmg i think me you and anime rather need to have a uh, a drink and some PlayStation when you get that. <laughs> you can of Fosters. It's right. literally going to be dumb ways to die with Dave. <laughs> Don't put the and punching and holding his balls as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, I think that's everything. Um, thanks for everyone for coming out, and yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Oh, just before I forget, we m- might be. Doing some mini episodes, mini streams, just two of us. We, we, we're in the talks of that at the moment. So uh, keep an eye out on the Twitter for that. And uh, keep and come to the Discord. And we'll, you might find some more information about that there. Yeah, so I think that's everything. And yeah, we'll see you guys all next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.